0: Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a great start to the week as the weather starts to change it makes me start to think about I probably need to start helping you guys learn how to putt better because now hopefully you're hitting it better. You're probably hopefully starting if you guys have been grinding on your swings since maybe, oh, I don't know, middle of December because you took a little time off. Some of those changes hopefully are starting to take shape and feel a little bit more natural, but now you're gonna be hitting greens and you need to know how to putt. So let me talk to a little bit about how to create a practice plan for your putting. So the big question is this, how do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris, and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. So with your golf swing, it basically kinda goes in three sections. It goes, uh, you wanna start working first and establish good contact. Then after you do contact, you want to establish a proper club path or swing plane. Then after you do that, then you work on your face control. So with putting, It kind of goes in a similar fashion, but what it goes in is it first starts with your fundamentals, then it is gonna go to working on line, then it is gonna go working on speed, And then it is gonna go on working on green reading. And finally, it works on situational awareness. You work on situational awareness, which is like competing and putting under pressure. So when you are setting up for a putt, many of you guys know my PTSB model, which is point, tuck, sag, bend. Which essentially is you point, you hold the golf club, you point it out in front of you like you're pointing it to somebody. Um, Your shaft is in line with your forearms. Then you tuck your elbows so they're touching your rib cage, more towards the inner part of your stomach, not you know over to the side, but more a little bit more inverted. Um, Then you sag, which essentially means you let the club head weight drop that essentially establishes that it's in your lifelines and then you bend from the hips and not from the back so what this does is that's a point tuck sag bend it allows for the shaft to be in line with your forearms the ball to be over your left eye the putter underneath your nose your weight 60 percent forward and now you're in a your, your shoulders level body line square it allows you to make you know what would be a neutral putting setup across the board so now you need to work on your start line so start line 93% 93% of where the ball starts is because of the face angle and impact, right? So that face control with putting is like really, really important. So now that we've established that the putter is sitting more in your lifelines, that's going to minimize the amount of rotation that you have in the club face. So that's why it's very important for you to have it right in the, in the, in the correct spot in your hands, for the shaft to be in line with your forearms, so on and so forth. But for your putting stroke, right, what you're trying to do is you're trying to, essentially, in putting, the way that you could articulate is you're almost this way in all of golf, but especially in putting, you're really trying to take your influence out of the stroke. Like, we don't need any of your energy or your willpower or whatever you want to say in the stroke. We need to let the stroke just do what the stroke wants to do based upon gravity and physics. So, When you're in your setup, you're really trying to just let the putter swing so that it can essentially, the face can stay super square. Now, there's a couple ways to practice this. The first way, which is probably my favorite, which would be just getting a putting arc and a putting clip, which you can get at thegolfroomproducts.com and basically you can't hit enough putts on that. You should be doing that probably 15 to 20 minutes a day. Justin Rose putts 24 hours a week to put it in perspective. So um, in your practice, right, that would be a part of your block practice. That should be about 20 to 30 minutes uh, if you have like an hour to putt then um, another way to do it would be what we call the prayer drill that's where you basically put your hands together like you're praying and then the middle fingers are going to go on the side of the shaft and you're going to try to keep that face super super stable and feel that suspension point kind of like essentially where the grip would point to would be kind of pointing right at your heart or just to the left side of your heart, basically your left side of your chest, um, logo side of your chest, and then you're just trying to keep that suspension point there. That would be a second way, and then the third way, which I really enjoy, is basically called hammer and nail, where you kind of put the ball a little bit more forward if you have like a normal, you know, Scotty, Cameron, Newport two-putter, and you're going to see it when you, when you turn with the club head, right? So you're kind of hitting it with the toe of the putter, you can really, really see that face moving around, right? So it kind of feels like it's a hammer and a nail. So that's another third way to kind of practice that there's a lot of value in that drill, um, which maybe we can talk about later. So now that you've kind of working on your line, now you need to go to working on your speed. So for speed, the biggest reason why your speed might suffer is because of the fact, once again, because you put your influence in the stroke and we need to take your influence out of the stroke. What I mean by that is that you essentially in your putting stroke probably. probably. Probably as you put it, take the club back, your grip pressure changes and then you add more energy into the grip and the club head, therefore making accelerate through your, you know, your energy, which we don't want to do. We want the club to just fall onto the ball. So the best way that I think to practice this is put a club two feet behind the hole and then from the hole take three gigantic steps, drop a tee. Then take two more steps, drop a T, and then two more steps and drop a T. Then you're going to go back to that first T and you're going to try to get three out of three balls past the hole short of the bar. And while doing that, you can do it one of two ways. Either hold the putter with only four fingers, meaning you only get your thumb and your pointing finger, or you do it with a super, 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 super super light consistent group pressure I'm talking like zero out of ten the goal is this is that you're probably going to have to feel like you're making a much larger backswing than you're normally accustomed to and that is because your backswing is normally very short you increase the pressure in your hands and then accelerate it or hit it in your downswing which is not ideal so if you can do that and you can go three balls past the hole short of the bar then you're going to go to level two you're going to get level two where you go three ball bar three balls past the hole short of the bar then you go to level three three bars three balls past the hole short of the bar and that would be a good way to work on your speed okay so now we need to work on green reading so green reading this is a whole long Discussion, which I'm going to go into a lot of this um, in my Stock Shot Club, which will be airing on February 28th. So you can tune into that. You can go to StockShotClub.com and register for that if you want. But Green reading, essentially, what happens is you need to figure out how to, one, feel the ground beneath your feet, but probably more importantly, learn how to use your eyes properly. So most players, I think it's, what's the percentage? It's like 85, 83% or something of human beings are nonlinear, meaning they see the world through curved lines, not straight linear lines. So when you're reading the putt from behind the ball and you're like, okay, it's a cub outside right, that's you reading it linear, which is wrong. What you need to be doing is having most of your read come over the ball, which therefore allows your brain to see what a proper shot looks like, which allows you to enter your motor cortex, which therefore allows you to see curved lines. So really try to get in the habit of like when you're over the, before you're over the, like putting the ball down, like when your ball marker is on the ground try to read the putt while standing over the ball marker, like pretending like the ball marker is a ball and see like the grain of grass that that ball has to kind of roll over to get itself to go into the hole. This would be kind of reading it nonlinear from there. Now you can hit the ball online. You have good speed. You have, you know how to green read and now you can play a game, which you can learn. You can, know, you got a bunch of games inside the golf from everywhere. But, you know, whether it's 15-15-15 or star drill or hurricane or whatever it may be, but you need something to build pressure. So this is kind of a simple way of creating a a practice plan for your putting. Hopefully it helps, but it gives gives you some framework um, if, you know, if you want. And if you do need any more help, obviously just ask your golf room everywhere or your golf room coach, and we are happy to put that together for you. Um, a customized plan so that you can get better so hopefully this helps let me know if you guys have any questions be sure to send this to a buddy who just goes out to the green drops three balls on the putting green and putts because that is not putting that is just or practicing it is putting but it's not practicing and we want to make sure that we're practicing so hopefully this helps share it with a buddy and we'll talk to you soon Hey guys, it's Kyle again, and I just opened up a brand new text line so that you guys can um, basically text me all of your questions. I'm going to be spending about 10 to 30 minutes every day answering these questions. So stop what you're doing and send a message to this number, area code 614-614. 541-1988, Five four one one nine eight eight, right? And I'm gonna be answering these questions. And just when you send it, when you send that text message, just say hello, and then I'm gonna text you back. You can save my number. Then you can text me anytime, any question that you may have, and then um, we can just stay communicate. We can stay connected through this texting line. And through this texting line, I'm also going to be giving away free swag. I'm gonna be telling you about new video series that are coming up, or anything that b- might be happening inside our community. So stop what you're doing. Text me at six one four. 541-1988 and I look forward to texting with you guys soon.